Next week, Alexander Bodain will take to the stage at the 27th Eurostar Conference in Prague with his keynote, Flying High, Test Automation in the Boeing 777. Alex started his career in the space industry, where he discovered his passion for aerospace, but his passion pushed him to become an airline pilot. One of the latest challenges was to organise a flight simulator testing in a lean manufacturing environment. The company Alexander is currently working for has over 150 nationalities. Not only do they bring different diversities, but they also bring different skills to flight simulators. This mix of culture and diversity is essential to building of such a project, and we hope you enjoy your flight time with Alex on this Boeing 777. Good day, I'm Alex. I'm from the consultier company. Today we're going to talk about uh, diversity and inclusion. Let's introduce myself for a couple of sec, so you know uh, who I am. Um, I'm a software engineer, a hardware engineer. Uh, learned some electronics at school and also learned mechanics, uh, how to use uh, milling machines, for example. Uh, my first job was in aviation, and I was so passionate about aviation um, that I decided to become an airline pilot just because I wanted to have the knowledge, a better knowledge on how to use uh, those instruments that I pro was programming or even when I was uh, integrating them into, uh, into cockpits. Um, I went flying for a couple of years and when my uh, Swiss-based company uh, went bankruptcy, I had the opportunity to find a job for a flight simulator manufacturer in Montreal in Canada. As a matter of fact, I was trained on those flight simulators when I was an airline. So I had a job there as a test pilot and test strategic lead for a couple of years. And diversity in our company comes like this, like many airline business uh, or companies which are related to airline, the number of nationalities in there, the number of nationalities in those companies is just like extremely high. I mean, you're talking about 130, 150 nationalities. Um, people are coming from different horizons and different cultures, but also we have a lot of different skills required to make a flight simulator. We have plumbers, yes, we have carpenters, we have painters, we have wiremen, we have graphists, electricians, machinists, lawyers, regulator representative, and all that, we're talking about 3,500 3, employees in Montreal just in the main manufacturing site where all the engineers and all the people from the floor are working together. The inclusion was really shown uh, and required when we were building this new family of uh, simulator. We needed that because we needed to have new electronics. We wanted also to change the way it was built. We want to build faster and cheaper. We already knew how to do that, but we were uh, pretty much sucking at it. So how can you make a 3.5 ton simulator uh, new way of, of doing it? Well, it's, let's take an example. A 3.5 ton simulator, you cannot ship that in one piece. Or if you ship it in one piece, it's going to be extremely expensive. So you have to talk with the engineers. You have to talk with the carpenters. You have to talk about uh, shipping. And you have to talk with the shipping people because uh, of the size. Uh, dangerous goods. Dangerous goods are things that you can't put on planes or uh, boats because they can explode or it's, it's not good for the environment. And 
uh, of course you need you need to discuss those things because you cannot build that thing and then say well just ship it no you need things that need to be discussed before so the way of doing that and uh, building that new generation of simulator was done uh, through kaizen's kaizen is uh, is a methodology or something that comes from lean manufacturing what you do you just throw people into a room and those people are coming from the different horizons and from the different um, if you wish, department of a company. And then we just talk together and say, okay, this is the kind of issue we have. How can we, uh, how can we solve it? And the concept is that there is no red tape and there is no stupid ID. Even someone from mopping the floor, for example, will say, well, you know, if you use this kind of product, then it's going to be a pain for me because then I'm going to spend six hours cleaning the floor because of oil spilling or whatever. And this is where it goes. Everybody has a, a valuable idea. You just need to listen to it. So we're given an, an... I'm going to give you another example with uh, uh, the traditional sound system inside the simulator. We have about uh, 11 speakers. And uh, someone has the idea to replace that with a system with uh, an Ethernet connection. An Ethernet connection is super good because when you got 11 speakers, then you can reduce you can reduce the uh, number of wires required and also it's very good for the wireman because if you look at a simulator, it's not something very comfortable to work with. Uh, you have small paces, uh, spaces, uh, difficult to, to access and if you just got one cable and if you can maybe tune something from from the cockpit or from from a computer is going to be way much easier rather than using a screwdriver and go below the simulator to, to try to do it. So the, the Kaizen was a great opportunity to learn from the others. What is their job? What are their challenges? And can you help them with your external new view on things? Uh, inclusion created a really fast reacting network inside the company. We have that problem. Hey, the painter, the guy there who's doing the painting, maybe he's able to help you. Or you guys, I know that you have a challenge with that, with, with mechanical adjustment. But by software for me, just like five minutes to do it, maybe it's going to be easier uh, to do it that way and maybe cheaper. So the lists and the examples can go on and on, uh, in my case, in terms of uh, diversity and inclusion. It all boils down to the fact that you need to be curious about what the others are doing, how they do it. And that's pretty much how the, uh, the Boeing 777 was made in the 90s. People working together, and all those people were, are coming, coming from different horizons. So, I know uh, open spaces are very noisy, and uh, we love to have our, for example, headsets and uh, listening to music because it makes us more comfortable. But we should never forget to go towards the others and discuss and engage the discussion with people which are outside of our group so we can learn what they're doing and we can learn from their challenge and maybe we're going to discover a way to help them or they have a solution, a better solution to what we need to achieve. Well, you know, I don't want to, uh, to spend uh, more or to spoil more about what we're going to discuss, but uh, it's going to be part of my uh, talk also and keynote in, in Prague. And anyway, because we're coming from landing here, I'll let you guys think about that. And uh, I'm looking really forward to see you in Prague and I hope you enjoy this uh, short flight with me.
you guys have a great day.